and welcome to the Cambridge Connection, your roadmap to debt solutions and renewed financial wellness with your host, Gordon Oliver. The Cambridge Connection is brought to you in partnership with Cambridge Credit Counseling, offering you simple, safe financial solutions since 1996. Welcome, everyone, to the Cambridge Connection right here on WHMP 101.5 FM, 1400 AM. We're here 28 minutes each week helping you, our family, friends, and listeners with information that leads towards financial wisdom and empowerment. Here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie. How are you doing today? I'm great, Gordon. How are you? How was your fourth? My fourth was great. Um, Spent some time on the lake in a pontoon boat, just relaxing, having some fun. Are you going to give us that secret ingredient? Nope. No, still not. Got an email. (laughs) Connect at cambridgecredit.org for the secret. All right. Well, I'm going to email right after the show then. Okay. I know you asked for it last (laughs) week, but I didn't get the email. So our guest last week, William Henry from First Light Facts, um, obviously we're talking about the economy. So I wanted to share one of the First Light Facts uh, newsletters. Oh. That was talking about two reasons not to give the extra squeeze at the pump. Obviously, you know, everybody is complaining about gas prices right now because they've been high for a while now and there's no real sign no that they're coming sight. down. But apparently when you do the extra squeeze, you get build the money for it, but it actually goes back into a chamber because when, the, when your um, gas tank stops it from the vapes, Right. It goes back into a chamber, but you don't get that gas. And you're paying for it. Correct. So, so no more extra squeezes. Right. Bottom line is, is right. when it stops, it's you done. You stop. That's right. it. Right. And they say also um, fill up during the colder, well, I guess it's summer now, but during the colder temperatures because the gas doesn't expand as much. So yep. you get a little bit more for your buck that way as well. Absolutely. So first thing in the morning, dawn, you know. Get up and <laughs> fill up your gas tank. And for those that don't want to spend additional maintenance, it's also bad for your vehicle because your vapor recovery system has a charcoal lined canister that absorbs the vapor, so it reduces the hydrocar- uh, hydrocarbon emissions by about ninety five percent. So if you continue to do that, it potentially impacts the effectiveness of that charcoal chamber. Wow, you're a wealth of knowledge today. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm got- impressed. <laughs> We have to bring information. Again, we're in some very bizarre times. Um, And again, I think it's an honor that we're going to have Jennifer Connolly on again from Junior Achievement today to talk about some of the summer programs for the kids and some future opportunities with Junior Achievement as well. Very exciting. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Jennifer Connolly from... Junior Achievement, this is the Cambridge Connection. Inflation is pushing family finances to the brink. Don't let that happen to you. Call 1-800-CAMBRIDGE. Find out how to pay your bills in full while saving money in the process. Take control of your debt before it starts controlling you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie. And we're honored to have our special guest, Jennifer Connolly, from Junior Achievement of Western Mass., Jennifer, how are you today? Very good, thank you. Welcome back, Jennifer. Nice to have you back again. Oh, it's good to be back. I, I did have some fun, so in, in between, but it's fun. nice to be talking with you guys again. Yeah, obviously, n- never too often that we can talk about the uh, future of our youth. Uh, but before we do that, how was your 4th of July? It was it was very good. We uh, took a, a trip to um, the White Mountains with my grandsons there six and ten, and we went to uh, Santa's Village and Storyland. So, um, yeah, it's something we've been going to for over 50 years. 
Where, where are the white Where are the White Mountains? Uh, in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. So, That's what um, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Storyland's right outside of North Conway, and uh, Santa's Village is up in Jefferson. So, get to see a lot of a lot of trees, a lot of beautiful uh, beautiful lands and mountains and things. And you can you can tell how the world has changed when when uh, the grandkids get to see Santa. <laughs> they. One asked for a kitten, and the other one asked Santa if he could stop COVID. So. Oh, well, there you go. See, so uh, pre-Christmas in July, obviously. Yep, yep, yep. And if uh, I remember uh, correctly, they've been there uh, a pretty long time. Santa's Land, I, I think. This, seven, this is their seventieth year. Yeah, their I think back in nineteen seventies, I went as a little girl. I yes, <laughs> now that I remember correctly, I do. I even have pictures there. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even know it still existed. Uh, is, was oh, yeah. San- it's, it's fun. Was Santa wearing a tag top and uh, shorts? No, no. He had. He was in air conditioning, so he had the uh-huh. whole, his whole suit was on. Yep. Yeah, I yep. imagine he they don't spare the air conditioning there. Cookies. Yeah. So, uh, it was it was fun. Reindeer, you got to see the reindeer. Yes, them, so. I remember. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> For those of you listening that have not visited the White Mountains in New Hampshire and those two uh, facilities, I've been there myself with my kids, and it really is tremendous. It's just feel-good stuff mm-hmm. in a time when the world's a little uh, all over the place. So I'm, I'm glad that you and your family had a great time. Oh, thank you very much. So um, before we get into talking about the summer and programs for our youth, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and about your position and your role at Junior Achievement of Western Mass? Certainly. Um, I may, if you tell by my accent, I'm I'm not a regular Western Massachusetts. I I have a Maine accent, so I'm a transplant, but um, adopted this this wonderful region since 2003, and I am president of Junior Achievement of Western Massachusetts, which is a nonprofit educational organization that delivers programs for students K through 12 in schools and youth groups dealing with financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and career and workforce readiness. So um, it's something that, and I figured this out, I was actually in junior achievement as a kid 50 years ago. So something near and dear to my heart and near and dear to Springfield because this is where J.A. started in uh, 1919. Yeah, this is obviously also a podcast, so nationally for people listening to the show, there is a national junior achievement. Is that correct, Jennifer? Yes, there is. There's there's uh, J.A. USA. There's also J.A. Worldwide. And um, like us, the areas, there's 104 areas in the United States that do junior achievement programming and about uh, 10 million youth across the world that do junior achievement every year. So we're going to talk about the Western Mass um, initiatives, but can you find on the main websites, like locators, where the chapters exist so that if people listening are looking to see what kind of programs are in their area or their junior achievement, can they find it through like a locator service on the website? They can type in JAUSA, and that'll take them to the national website, and they can um, put in their zip code and look in the areas and see what JAs are around them, yep. Again, stimulating our youth uh, to do great things in the world. Um, It's great to know that the organization is, you said, worldwide, so that's incredible as well. Um, So let's start talking about now, kids have been out of school for a couple weeks now, so what kind of programs are being offered uh, through Junior Achievement for uh, the K-12 through youth? In in 
in our area, we don't have a summer program this year, uh, only because with the, the pandemic and things, our, our staff has been cut back and our programming uh, has been mostly virtual for the past, well, since March of 2020. However, uh, some other JA areas, I know if you're in the, the southeastern part of the state near uh, New Bedford Fall River, they have a SPARK program that's for uh, high school, middle school girls that entrepreneurial base. They have some innovation programs going on in Boston uh, in that, that area with their new innovation center. And then there are things that parents and young, uh, young people can do on their own um, through a site called connect.ja.org. Um, and it even has uh, a coding activity for second graders. So they can do things, look into businesses, look into careers, how to manage money. There's games that they can play. So there's, there's different online opportunities um, for parents. If they want to, you know, it's a rainy day and they want to try something different, uh, they can definitely, I would, I would say, go to connect.ja.org and, and check out the things there. Um, I know for uh, teen, young people in the area, there's, there's a lot of different summer camps that are open, the Ys, the YMCAs, the Boys and Girls Clubs, Holyoke and Chicopee and Ludlow. They all have great programs. And the um, Parks and Rec Department in many of the cities and towns are offering, they can go by the week, and they have great programs that go now through probably the end of August to be able to give the student, give the, the young people opportunities to, to swim and to explore, um, to do, some of them even do archery and kickball things. So a, a lot of different opportunities for young people in the area to, and, and parents to put their students in a safe place, put their young children in a safe place. Yeah, you know, the, the summer camps is a perfect example. Uh, I think one of the alarming things that we see today is that youth activities in general are, are declining. Like youth sports for a while now in the pandemic certainly didn't help. But youth sports being active, those numbers are declining. And, you know, we're in the electronic age. We've ha- got these electronic devices that are incredible. You have information at your fingertips. Um, and it looks like a lot of the youth is constantly now in the mode of using these electronic devices. So having camps and activities where kids are actually getting outside, playing a sport, playing kickball. I remember that's all we did on my block. We played kickball almost every day, it seemed. Um, it was just such a, a fun sport, and you don't really see it being played anymore. And again, the kids need to be active. So that's it's those kind of activities in camps that are important to stimulate activity in the youth. Yeah, and if I can Absolutely. add to that, yeah. um, oh, I'm sorry. my granddaughter, actually, um, this is her first year, and she's at the Springfield Boys and Girls Club, and yesterday was actually her first day. And it was so, fa- like this morning was such a good feeling, because when she woke up, she said, Nona, I can't wait to go to camp today. And she told me all about they were going to go swimming, and they had arts and crafts. And across the street, there was a, a big field where, where they do, you know, track and field or just games. And it was just so refreshing to hear that out of her mouth, rather than Nona, can I please watch YouTube on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> my, my, grand, my grandsons will, will uh, wear down my battery. Yes. Phone and they, sometimes they get out of school and that they're in the car. And, and yes. Can I have your phone? Before they uh, even buckle their seatbelt. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, yes. So being able able to, you know, have uh, the opportunity to run and play because a lot of times the older, maybe fifth grade, fourth grade, they don't let them out for recess sometimes. And so where are they going to get 
Mm-hmm. You know, even during the school year, the, the, the opportunities to do some of the things we all did just with our friends and our, and our, you know, brothers and sisters, you know, we were there for the summer. We were outside. We were right. running around. We were kind of being inventive. And uh, like you said, my grandsons, it was their first day ever doing a summer camp. And, yep. and they said they had, they had archery. Right. And, water <laughs> and you know, they, they were just, you know, it was like we did kickball. Yes. And, and, no, tomorrow we're going to play dodgeball. I'm like, oh, one of my favorites. I know, I know. <laughs> Takes you back, doesn't it? And and they do have, you know, camps that are are if you they have like a writing. Sometimes you can find a writing camp or or a baking camp or or things like that. So it's 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 wonderful that there are different opportunities that we can provide for our our children. And, and a lot of them are operated on you know a sliding fee for scale. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they really want safe places for the students to go and and activities that'll that you know will stimulate them, not you know get them out and moving. Not like you said, not just sitting there right. on their phones or their iPads. And that's great. It's something for everyone. So if, if sports aren't your things, like you just said, baking, writing, other other offers out there, that's fabulous. Yeah, and obviously this is a financial wisdom, financial empowerment show. And if you are listening, put this in your budget for next year. If it's not in your budget already to be able to fund this. And you said it too, Jennifer, coming into the summer, it you you can do some research and ask the facilities to see if there's any way to help fund having children go to a camp, right? You said it was sliding scale, but there, yes. there may be other yes. resources that will help pay for those Absolutely. activities. Sometimes, sometimes organizations have scholarships and things like that. If they might be, if the, the young people are a little older, you know, maybe 12, 13, whatever, and maybe, oh, I don't want to go to camp, but counselors in training, are a great opportunity to to get leadership skills and to earn a little money too. Um, they, then they are able to understand the finances. Okay, so I worked and I got this money. What am I going to do with it? You know, if I'm sure. going to spend it all or mm-hmm. am I going to save it and things like that. And, and parents, you know, when they get home, they can do something with the kids or you know, it's it's because the daylight's there so much longer for the summer. I mean, just doing a thing where you can. Um, Put, hide different things around the outdoors and tell them they have to go on a scavenger hunt. Right. Um, sure. You know, just to get them out and and everybody moving and enjoying enjoying the weather. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we're up against a hard break. Would you mind staying over with us so we can talk about what's coming up in the fall with Junior Achievement at Western Mass? Certainly. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Cambridge Connection. Well, Tina Marie, here we are, already in our mid-30s. Um, have you checked your license lately? You're a far cry from being in your mid-30s. No, no, not me. Our show, The Cambridge Connection. We're already more than halfway through our first year of great guests and need-to-know topics. Oh, I thought you were talking about your age. (laughs) Well, that would take a lot longer than we have in this message, but what only takes a moment to share is that if you miss any of our shows on Saturdays on WHMP... Don't worry. You can go to whmp.com, click on podcasts, and all of our shows are listed there. Plus, listeners can find us on all the podcast sites where they listen to their favorite podcast. Well, when I get home, I'm going to listen to my favorite episode. And what's that? <laughs> you know, the one with me in it. Ha! Welcome back, everyone. This is the Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie, and our special guest, Jennifer Connolly from Junior Achievement at Western Mass. And Jennifer, thanks for joining us. And obviously, the pandemic had has done some things to kind of change the way we do what we do and how you do what you do at Junior Achievement and how you help kids in the schools. So in Western Mass, what's happening this fall? Uh, this fall, we will have one of our big events, uh, hopefully 
we're planning an in-person event, um, the JA Stock Market Challenge. And this is a program where the students are, in, when they're in school, they're learning um, what is a stock. They're doing simulations online. They're understanding what a dividend is. And, and they all in preparation for coming together at a local, uh, this year we're going to be at the Cedars in um, Springfield. And they will get a pretend, I always have to say pretend, million dollars. I'm going to give like, so they get a million dollars, they get to play through the stock market, they get probably 50 to 60 different stocks. And a lot of them are local stocks. They'll see Savage Arms, they'll see Country Bank, they'll, they'll see uh, St. Germain and things like that. These are our sponsors who like TD Bank and, and uh, Webster Bank and things like that. But they also have other made-up stocks, like it might be Zoopal instead of Google or Orange instead of Apple. And they get to trade 60 days of trading, but the caveat is it, every day is only uh, 60 seconds. A lot of team building, a lot of math, a lot of uh, communication skills. So that's coming November 10th. Teachers are interested or parents are interested. They can just reach out to um, jawm.org and um, get information for that. We are, we are very fortunate. We have a very supportive community uh, of business people and uh, foundations that want to see our young people succeed, and, and that's what they do. We're having a new program called JA Inspire Virtual that will be a program where the students can go into this virtual world they will have businesses that they can look at. They'll, businesses can put up a video about themselves, talk about their jobs, talk about careers in their, um, their different fields. And it'll give the students, it's like they have an avatar and they look like they're going into a great big um, convention center. And we'll have live webinars. And so that'll be in October. And we're looking forward to that, being able to showcase careers and businesses in our Western Mass region so that young people will know this is a great place to live, to go to school, to grow up, and and to start your own family and create your own life. Uh, So um, just on a side note, Tina Marie has donated uh, her time in some of these events. I have as well. Can people that are listening and saying, hey, I want to get involved in in helping these things go go on, can can volunteers reach out and see if they can offer some time to help uh, pull some of these events off? Absolutely, absolutely. Again, um, you can check out our website, uh, www.jawm.org, and there's places where you can uh, go and say, I'm interested, Just and you leave your name and your email address, and I absolutely reach right back out to you and um, see what it is that you might be interested in doing. Uh, hopefully, we'll have volunteers going back in the classroom. Um, maybe your business wants to be part of the virtual Inspire. So a lot of different opportunities to, to get involved and um, to really make a difference in a young person's life. That, that's what we found out this year is that our young people didn't really know the community, especially after the pandemic, didn't understand the community really cared about them and that people were willing to spend their time um, helping them learn different things. You can change people's lives. Yeah, you know, and I just want to add, um, something recently happened with me. I was actually speaking with a young lady um, outside of work who is entering into her first year of college in the fall. And she says to me, you know, my parents said I should really get a credit card. What is it? 
And I kind of stepped back for a second and thought, wow, why would they tell her to get a credit card and not explain to her exactly what it is? <laughs> so I, I, I thought so. I thought so. But I had a long talk with her. Um, I did my best to explain, you know, how they work, what to do. And it just kind of caught me by surprise thinking that these these kids that are entering into college that simply don't understand how credit works. And and it's something we've always talked about. We always have been talking about explaining to our youth. Uh, In high school, I wasn't taught to balance a checkbook. We talked about this before. So I just feel that that's great that you have the financial education along with everything else that you guys have to offer. It's so important. And it just, it really amazed me that she didn't know, you know, that what interest was. Right. She thought that uh, she didn't have to pay it back. Oh, I can just spend $1,000. No, that's not how it works. So I I really commend you for that. And I I actually do enjoy being a part of that, too. That's where I've donated a lot of my time into the high schools with the financial education. So sign me up for the next one, okay? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) We can't wait to do those again. Yes. uh, The Teen Reality Fairs uh, really is eye-opening for the young people because all of a sudden they have a credit score and they have a limited amount of money. And, you know, they have to go around and build a budget. And they're looking at, wow, I don't have enough money. Oh, go get a part-time job because... That's how people do it. (laughs) I believe I told this story once before. Quickly, um, I did have a student come to me, and as I was talking with him, he didn't have any rent or any any utilities that he was paying. And I said, well, what are you doing? And he said, well, I have a gym membership in a car. I sleep in my car, and I take a shower at the gym. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I, hey, (laughs) that's what you want to do. there's priority, right? But, you know, after, he was thinking. After a while, that'll get yeah. After a while, that'll get kind of old. <laughs> you know, I, I I do speaking engagements at employers and other areas, and when we bring up the the algorithm math of a credit card and how people can be stuck paying them, the the that myth that it could take you twenty to thirty years to pay your debt off if you're following the minimum payments, it's not a myth at all. And when people get tight, they can only make the minimum payments. So teaching our yeah. youth how they work for the, your example, Tina Marie, that's why we have this show. That's why we continue to bring up this information to continuously compel people to learn more about being financially literate. And it's not just children. There are plenty of adults that don't understand how this all works as well. That's true. So Jennifer, we're just about out of time. If you could quickly just, I know you're humble, but I know you're incredible as well. So tell us what's going on at your home office. Um, We are actually uh, kicking off a, a campaign to renovate our office to create what we're calling the Center for Leadership, Innovation, and Career Exploration. So click. And uh, we will, this will allow us by fall of 2023 to bring students into our actual office to do webinars, seminars, and have them go through and do uh, a manufacturing piece to learn about manufacturing, to do an AV um, with podcasting and video equipment, to do some career exploration, and then be open a little later after school and things to, if they want to expand their knowledge and, and run a company and things like that. So we're very excited. We're, we're taking pieces uh, that we're trying out now in this year, like the uh, JA Virtual Inspire, um, some webinars, bringing some students in to kind of cement our, our programming for this, this opportunity. So um, 
we're, we're very excited. It's kind of going back to our roots where um, students actually could come to us and, and do some learning. And so we'll be working in schools, but also have a, an office space where uh, a learning center where students can come in and learn. You doing great things. That shocks me to death. You do <laughs> such wonderful work. Uh, appreciate everything that you do to help our youth and Junior Achievement of Western Mass, all the board members, the volunteers. We can't spend enough time investing in our youth. So uh, again, thank you for all the great work that you do. And thanks for joining us on the show today. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank I you, look Jennifer. forward to anytime. We'll thank love you. to have you back Bye. again talking about the fall update. We'll have you back. Terrific. Thank you. Thanks, Jennifer. Enjoy your summer. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Cambridge Connection. Hi, I'm Jennifer Conley, president of Junior Achievement of Western Massachusetts, a local nonprofit that works with students in grades K through 12. Junior Achievement gives young people the skills they need to own their economic success, to plan their future, and to make smart academic choices. In today's ever-changing world, JA empowers students to strive for innovation and leadership and to build communities defined by passion and purpose. This is all possible thanks to our many volunteers, teachers, and community partners who help students with financial literacy, work readiness, and entrepreneurship, bringing the real world to life in the classroom. To learn more about Junior Achievement of Western Massachusetts, please visit jawm.org. Welcome back, everyone, to The Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie, where every week we navigate financial wisdom and empowerment information, obviously, junior achievement, Amazing organization, helping our kids learn skills, be entrepreneurs, learn about money, managing money, financial literacy, etc. Can't get enough of it. I mean, the the children are the future. You can't. And why is that the case? We're dealing with an economic downturn right now, right? And people have to learn that there's certain things that may not be in your control. So I saw a article at the CFPB and the title is New Report Explores the Impact of Credit Line Decreases on Consumers. Why is that important? Oh, very important. Well, actually, you know, I don't know if we even have enough time to get into this, but ironically enough, working as a credit counselor, a lot of consumers are experiencing that and they don't even realize it where credit card companies are just simply decreasing their line of credit because they're a credit risk. They did it when the pandemic hit too. Right. And and the reason being is they can do a periodic check on your credit report and see that you're nearing your credit limits elsewhere which it's it's a red flag. Yep. So a credit Affects card your company, credit score. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you want to definitely want to keep on that. And and I always tell people go to Credit Karma. That's C R E D I T K A R M A. CreditKarma.com and always just check your balances. Uh, it's it's a good idea to review your credit score and uh, make sure that everything's in line. And if they do reduce your credit limit, it's really out of your control. But uh, just really try to keep those balances down. And I know that's very difficult to do nowadays. Being in the know, you got to know that it's potentially uh, a risk for you. And that's why you've got to keep those balances low and keep your limits far from uh, reaching or exceeding them when you're using your credit cards. As low as you can. With that, Tina, I got a little quote for you like I do every week. I'm excited. Financial illiteracy is not an issue unique to any population. It affects everyone, men and women, young and old, across all racial and socioeconomic lines. No longer can we stand by and ignore this problem. The economic future of the United States 
depends on it. And that's from the President's Advisory Council on Financial Literacy. Once again, we're out of time. As you see, we have great experts come on this show to help you, our family, our friends, our listeners with all things financial wellness and financial empowerment. Huge thank you to Leah and Lisa, our producers. Join us Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. And if you've missed any shows or if you simply have missed me and my co-pilot, you can go to whmp.com, click on podcasts, or you can search where you listen to your favorite podcast shows. Once again, we want you to be part of the conversation. You can email connect at cambridgecredit.org or feel free to call 1-800-CAMBRIDGE.